Back with the metronome. Back with the metronome. Mm, he switched it off just in time. <laughs> the thing is, you never hear it when... Uh, no, but we hear it. I only hear it. Yeah. Welcome to the Pod Charles Cineca. Presented by the Prince Charles Cinema. What's up, all of our... Um, Lovely listeners. You know, our Cinecasters. All right, that's what they're called. How y'all about. doing? How y'all doing? I'm your host, Jonathan Foster. And with me every week is your other host. Ariane and Antipatri. Yeah, my daughter. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. We've got a fun week here. I am currently in Scotland. How are we doing this? How are we doing this? I have no idea. I'm in a location I will not disclose because <laughs> yeah. I like my privacy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back to the old formula. Old formula. Old format. We do Aaron an intro. I'm talk to you for a bit and yeah, then man. we're going to have some special guests come on. Yeah. And we'll talk about something fun. Mm-hmm. Um, how's your week been without, without me here <laughs> in London? It's, it's been okay. It's been okay. The fringe has been intense. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been good. It's been good. Not really yeah. much to update for now because I don't know what future Ari is going to get up to. Yeah. She's probably going to eat more combos because she sick Forgot yeah how much she likes them snack time today we're we're, we're yeah. still eating combos still eating from combos. last week yeah i bought like a huge packet it was yeah. so big i've never <laughs> seen a combo pack so big yeah i'm currently on route to the fringe mm. uh if you're waking up on this wednesday morning listening to this <laughs> podcast i'm on route to the fringe i'm going to see some fun things today and tomorrow yeah. and tomorrow's my birthday happy early birthday Jonathan. yeah so uh this is like my birthday taking over two episodes here. That's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> my birthday is going to take over four. Um, okay. The whole month of September. <laughs> the whole month of September <laughs> yeah. is Ari's birthday. It's Ari's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> we got a fun episode here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be short and sweet on our side just because uh, Fright Fest is taking over yeah. basically our whole entire program our whole entire for the whole program. weekend. We always have fun yeah. with Fright Fest. Hey? Yeah. We're here f- talking about Friday the 23rd of August mm-hmm. 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bank holiday weekend coming yes, up. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, like I said, Fright Fest is here. They always take over the last August holiday bank holiday weekends. Yep. Um, they deliver us the best new horror film mm-hmm. that the uh, yeah, world the has to offer, offer, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're in the building for Fright Fest, come say hi to say hi. our lovely staff. Uh, it's a bit of an intense week. We're having end. a good time it's though. Very. Like yeah, it's a it's there's a lot, a lot going on. There's a it's lot very going busy, on. Mm-hmm. and we're um, not the only place hosting it as well. Yeah, yeah, it'll be over at Cineworld. Yeah, that's where they were last yeah. year. So yeah, come say hi to people. Come say hi. Fright Fest is always fun. Yeah, Fright Fest guys are always pretty support pretty some new layers. filmmakers. Yeah, definitely. It's really important that anything, we do that. Just support new but, yeah. filmmakers, um, and see some horror films. Uh, what kind of picks did you have this week? We have the same ones, but I've got um. Well, my pick, my main pick, is the conversation. It's mm-hmm. my favorite Coppola film, and I'm so excited. I haven't seen it in like three years, yeah. so it'd be good to actually see it in the cinema if I do get the chance, if I'm in town, actually. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, I'm also excited for the all-nighter that we've got coming up. Mm, the Matrix yeah. trilogy? Yeah, the Matrix trilogy. Yeah, we it's got the Matrix trilogy baller. coming up. And we also have a mystery movie. Yeah, that's the one I'm party more marathon. excited about. Yeah, so... Because I don't know what's going to be on it, neither yeah. does John. And nobody will tell us. <laughs> oh, That's of course, John knows. Thinks. Yeah, John yeah. knows because Paul probably told him. Shut yeah, up, shut Paul. up, Paul. <laughs> uh, no, I work up here. I know what's going on. Yeah, of course, you know what's up. But I have a good, I have a good uh, tight lip. Yeah. And I don't tell anyone yeah. um, what the I'm mystery movies are. I'm a huge blabbermouth. <laughs> yeah. Actually, to be honest, at this moment, I've blanked about so much stuff. The, John has this blanked episode. a lot. And when I, we were recording last week's episode, yeah, which. Uh, 
Secrets out. If you haven't guessed already, we're recording them back to back. We're pulling back this curtains. Yeah. Hashtag BTS. Has- not the Korean band. But why not, though? Because yeah. I, yeah, I don't like BTS. They, they had a beat. Their fans are crazy, and they had a Army, beef with Wimmy. Army are crazy, but their yeah. music is fire. I, I'm picking. Tired. I'm picking. Uh, Daff, right. Daff Lemmy. Okay. You can at Daff Lemmy, um, and tell him how awesome he is, and uh, tell him don't worry, because you've got his back over the BTS Army. They try to ruin his life, man. For real? Yeah, man. The BTS Army don't. They don't play. They Actually, really no, don't. Someone he he said some, he was. They just, really don't. They don't fuck around. He was just messing uh, messing around, just kind of like uh, trolling the BTS fans, mm. and someone told him uh, don't do that. They'll, they'll, they will they'll dox the up. fuck out of you. <laughs> but why? What are they? What's wrong with these people? I don't know. These, these are very some very powerful people. I I listened to some of their music. I didn't I get love it. BTS. I didn't get it. I just I didn't write up my alley. I uh I understand how they're popular only just by the the thing that like we're so connected on the internet that yeah. it's very easy for everyone to just really collectively get involved with the band. But I was listening to it. and I was just like, I don't understand. But then again, they're kind of historic for me anyway, because I mean, I obviously grew up when they first came out. Um, really? So you knew them before? Yeah, dude. Like, they're, how long they have they been around? Like I thought a, they were just around. Like, no, they were just know, like around, but like I was a, like just finished being a teenager when they first came. This is me getting out of my K-pop phase and then getting back in, being like, oh no, these guys are sick, and they've managed to do so well in like on the Western charts as huh. well. They do so well in America. And I think that's pretty historic for like an Asian act to be, no, no, to have I mean, this kind of reach all over the globe. And I will rep is, them to the death. Like, it is impressive. Yes. I'm army, but I didn't, I didn't really see, I didn't like their music. I don't know. That's fair. Did, did nothing. For I me. love their music. Did nothing for me. Um, I'm cutting all this out yeah. because I don't want the fucking BTS army, BTS to, get army to come. They're going to come for you. They're not going to come for me. Yeah. I I'm, I what are they going to do? Are they going to dox me? They're going to dox the fuck out of you. And know? what are they going to do? I don't know. Send you no Amy sketch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So my pick. Yeah. Conversation. Mystery movie. Marathon. I feel like this works with the conversation, doesn't it? Just yeah. talking about doxing. And yeah. So the conversation. We also on the same day on Tuesday, we have uh, the game. Yes. If yeah. you want to harken back to an episode we did about the game. I think it was episode 12. Yeah, I think so. We yeah. had Ollie. Ollie. With us. Oliver Yule Smith talking about the game. Mm -hmm. David Fitcher's the game. Mm -hmm. Good fun film. Good fun. You can hear us talk about it in length in a few episodes back. What about your picks? I've not seen this film, and I might try to catch it if I can, Mm -hmm. because I'm actually back. I I might try to catch this film. I've not seen it before, but I've, like, been wanting to see it. It's uh, Tara Gilliam's Imaginarium Mm, of Dr. Parnassus. Yeah, I love that film. I missed it when it came out, and I was really hyped for it and stuff because it was, uh, I love yeah, like uh, the last film of Heath Ledger. Yeah, um, he didn't complete the film actually because he passed away while they were filming it. Mm-hmm. So Terry Gilliam did a total Terry Gilliam sort of yeah. thing and just made it like I don't know a part of the story that this character Died. just changes, yeah. like the person who plays him yeah, every time he walks through like a, a mirror. Yeah, yeah. So you had Colin Firth come mm-hmm. in, you had Johnny Depp come in. Well, it's uh, did you love? Maybe, maybe I was, can't. I saw a crazy cast. Yeah, I saw this film when I was. Andrew like, Garfield's in it as well. Yeah, I was like, it's got a pretty in, intense cast. Yeah, pretty intense. Uh, so yeah, I want to try to check it out if I can. This movie's fire. But yeah, my top pick, which mm-hmm. I'll definitely be in for mm-hmm. on Wednesday night. So I might, I might see. Doctor Parnassus first, yeah. and then just watch this film. So, uh, Jawbreaker. Yeah. 
1999 film. It's playing on Wednesday, the 28th of August at 845, and it's on 35 millimeter. You should have seen the four of them. People worshipped them and cursed them, but everybody wanted to be them. Courtney was the leader. All right, girls, out. She was like Satan in heels, and Marcy was her henchman. I don't think we've met what was the cruel politics of high school and all. At a school like Reagan High, being the teen dream can be a little hard to swallow. It is with deep dismay that I inform you that Elizabeth Purr... I heard she choked on a jawbreaker. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> Are you Courtney Alice Shane? Maybe. Now... I'm Detective Vera Cruz. One detective will try to find the face that fits the facts. You ever seen one of these before? No. No? Take a lot of licks to get one of these things down. It's hard. You frighten me. Learn it. Live it. Love it. From TriStar Pictures. Do you like it? okay there's nothing kinky about okay now is there can you say free <laughs> comes the battle between the babes she's so evil and she's only in high school it's over courtney i am petrified jawbreaker our best friend is dead do you have any idea what that means you were shooing for prom queen Check out the synopsis. When an exclusive clique of teenage socialites accidentally murders their best friend, Liz Purr, mm. she's played by Charlotte Ayana, and you just don't see her that much in the film because they, they she's murder her. Dead, yeah. And uh, it's on the morning of her birthday, and then the three girls responsible, Courtney, who's played by Rose, Rose McGowan, McGowan, who's fucking awesome in this yes. movie. Julie is played by Rebecca Gayhart, who's also awesome. And then you have Marcy, who's played by Julie Benz. Julie Benz. Yeah. Julie Benz is awesome. They conspire to hide the truth, but as the trio make over a nerdy reject, Fern Mayo, who's played by Judy Greer, mm-hmm. Fatty Magoo. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's just like, I can't not think of her being Fatty Magoo. Fatty I always, Magoo! I always think of her as, um, what's her face from 13 going on 30? Anyway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, basically they groom her to take uh, Liz's place. Uh, crack police detective Vera, uh, Vera Cruz, played by Pam Greer. Shout out Pam Greer. Yes. Uh, launches an investigation that would turn Reagan High School upside down. That's sick. Yeah, it's Jawbreaker, gonna... I feel like, gave birth to all the sort of pretty little liars of the world. Yeah, you yeah. Know, without this yeah. film, that would not be a like viable genre. Mm. Yeah, it's like, it's really funny. It's from 1999. It's Great a film year. that I think, like, I wanted to highlight just because, like, Actually, to be honest, like I've kind of, I feel like I might be slightly responsible with screening as well because yeah. I uh, was, we were talking about 1999 films with Paul, yeah, like yeah, teen yeah. movies and stuff. And I mentioned it to Paul and he didn't know it. And then he was like, he watched the trailer he was like, and yes. then he bought, he bought it on Blu-ray mm-hmm. like that minute and then ended up like watching it the next night and was just like, yes, this film's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, shout out Paul. Shout out Paul. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just love this film so much. Like, I haven't seen it in a long time. And I'm trying to like avoid it until I come see. I, it. I come just want to see, it, yeah. see on the big screen, 35 millimeter. Um, it's it's a 35. A, yeah. Fuck yeah. Really cool cast. Like I mean, yeah, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan's amazing. Rebecca Gayhart's so good. Pam Greer. Judy Benz. Pam Greer. Judy Greer. Judy, oh, Greer. Judy Greer. Pam Greer. Like 
Yeah. The two Greers. Two Greers. And then you Spelled also got cameos by like Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Who was at the time he and Rose McGowan were yeah. like an item. Or like a thing. Yeah. Right. That's that a was couple. the reason why he was in the yeah. film. Yeah. Uh, then you have uh, PJ Souls, but she was in a lot of those old horror films. Like mm-hmm. she was in Carrie. Yeah. She was like, uh, she was in Halloween. Okay. Like, yeah, awesome. I love PJ Souls. Uh, it's just so like, just stupidly funny. And it's just like a dark comedy. Like uh, if you're a fan, if you've never seen this film, you've never heard of it. Like if you're a fan of like Heathers. Yeah, it has a Heathers vibe. It's got a Heathers vibe. If you're a fan of Mean Girls, I think Mean Girls like... Like, I don't know. I feel like Mean Girls definitely owes a lot owes to, a lot to this Breaker. film. And then even like things like Clueless a bit. Like if you like just those sort of teen films like that are just kind of funny and on the nose. Mm-hmm. That's like got the vibes of that. But it even has like a lot of Carrie influences yeah, as well. Yeah, of course. And even uh, just given the fact that they're like, you've got this uh, girl who is nerdy and stuff and she like stumbles across, she stumbles the across the girls. whole popular girls of yeah. who like, you know, she they she finds out their secret basically, yeah. and um they make her over and all that and there's so many characters that are in this film who were in Carrie mm-hmm. P J Souls and then uh, her husband that's in the film I can't remember his name right now like uh, they both were in Carrie in Carrie yeah. as the popular kids mm-hmm. and now and they're now they're in this film um yeah it's nuts and then also like I think uh, Judy Greer was in the remake of Carrie yeah she was um yeah. So you just have a lot of carry connections. A lot of carry connections. A lot of carries. But yeah, it's a big film and a big cult film in the US now. Yeah, like, I was really uh, late to this. I didn't really realize until Paul was talking about it how big it's actually just kind of become as a cult film in America, which I think is awesome 20 mm-hmm. years later. Because I always loved it. Like yeah. I tried to watch it every time it was on. There's some really funny lines in it. Really cool soundtrack. It's really like, also a like... really fun film. Yeah, it's also really like... I mean, obviously, for the time, like, girl power wasn't really, like... I mean, it was a thing, but it wasn't, like, a thing in this... I, I just like seeing flawed teenagers do yeah, things. Because, yeah. in a way, that's not just... I mean, obviously, Heather's did that and Heather's piped that way, but this kind of made room for more multifaceted high schoolers, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a very, like ballsy film in oh a way, yeah it's in your time. face like his heathers is like that as well but at least in the 80s you're kind of getting away with a little bit more like weirdness of it in the 90s kind of clean things up a little yeah. bit and uh with particularly like teen films and stuff and you know i mean i guess you can kind of like go back to a little bit of like john hughes team films sort of changed the way like high school films were they're all pretty in the cookie 80s, cutter and they and, just yeah, yeah they used to get a little bit cleaner and nicer and more family friendly touch on a couple of like you know T- you know touchy sensitive yeah. topics but, but not like they murder don't really, yeah they don't go into murder uh whereas like heathers did that like in heathers the 80s. was all about murder you and know? then um and then you just don't have many films like that mm-hmm. and then you get into like 1999 which is a very unique year you want to go back to cool our intentions. episode where we talked about cruel intentions mm-hmm. you can go back to our episode where we talked about uh but i'm a cheerleader yeah. some very unique films are coming out that 99. year and you just kind of like get a really fucking awesome film. Yeah. And really uh, some Jawbreaker. awesome fucking women as well. Yeah, yeah. God, the cast is sick in this film. I love Rebecca Gayhart. I've always yeah. like thought she was awesome. She was in one of the like okay, so you also have Scream connection as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh Rose McGowan's in Scream and then you have Rebecca Gayhart mm-hmm. in one of the sequels, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Uh Rebecca Gayhart was also in Urban Legend. Yeah. Yeah. Urban so Legend she was in sick. quite a quite a few like big films back then. So yeah, you just got a cool cast. Cool cast of people. Uh, fun people, times. strong cast. It looks 
crazy. Yeah. Like, I think it's shot really well. Yeah, definitely. I love <laughs> so many bits about it. I just don't want to ruin too much about it. But I mean, I just love like when the big reveals and stuff happen at the ends and stuff. Like, yeah. When they're at the, the prom, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, done. so fucking yeah, good. It's, yeah, it's, it's done. And again, I feel like a lot of, you were right in saying that, yeah, not just Mean Girls, I think a lot of, not just high school film, but I think television as well owes a yeah. lot to Jawbreaker. Like, to yeah. Jawbreaker the way, you know. I think the way they, like, the conventions of what a sort of an American high school, mm -hmm. like, thing would be. Yeah. And also, I'm very glad, even though I, like, love a film that came out a few years after this that we talked about on the very first episode of the podcast. Uh, I love it for just, uh, just for the fun the fun and the weird the weird the weird weirdness of it all mm. and the history of it but that's ready to rumble oh yeah but yeah it rose was mcgowan not good. <laughs> would not it was not good for rose mcgowan no and no man did this film a few years like a couple years before or a year before basically mm. and she's just like it, it just exhibits how much better she deserved yeah like when you watch this film and then you think about ready to the rumble. crap that they gave her in Ready to Rumble. Yeah. It's like, she's so good in this she's film. She's so good. I don't know. She was so ahead of her time as well. Completely. Because in the 90s, in the early 90s and stuff, like or sort of the late 90s, uh, in the time where she came in, that whole teen movie bu uh, bubble, she wasn't like your, your typical, like, typical girl, girl yeah. to just throw in there. She was always so like just sort of just fringe but today she would fit in so well yeah, like because that's what all the girls yeah. are like now <laughs> so yeah i mean i'm hoping that she gets a bit of a uh i don't know it's a weird it's a funny time with Ro rose mcgowan i guess like yeah. uh politically yeah you know and um i'm but i'm hoping that maybe you know she can get a bit of that like sort of Cult russian doll like, sort of yeah, vibe you know with natasha leon, leon like people just revive like someone throw her bone man she's a really good actress Netflix, so really give see her something, something kind of fun with her yeah yeah but yeah, uh, what else do we have coming up this week on the podcast? I'm trying to think, actually. Got I'm a guest. Blanking. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, gosh. Right. I'm thinking, yeah, we do have a guest, and we're talking about a very exciting film. This guest is a new addition to our family. Yeah. Newest staff member. Newest staff member. We'll be talking to you. One of my faves ever. Yeah. We've become very fast friends. That's good. I'm yeah. looking forward to this, because uh, obviously, since I've moved away from training and stuff yeah, you're just I up here. don't i don't uh get to meet all the people as much as i used to like and become like you know friendly with them so yeah. i don't know much about Our this guest. young man and i'd mm -hmm. like to get to know more about him and uh see you know yeah what what's cooking what's, what's cooking, cooking? Yeah. But yeah, no, I actually did. He did star in my little directorial debut. Yeah, okay, um, please check this out. And really funny. They, they yeah. yeah, they told me afterwards, John made me like walk. Uh, John told me to walk slower like four times. <laughs> I was like, oh, was of course. <laughs> of course. All right, yeah. we'll be right back. Yep. Welcome back to the Pod Charles Cinecast. Presented by the Prince Charles Cinema. They know. This All is right, the yeah, second is part the of the episode. Of Ari, <laughs> We're back. Hi. This is recorded on a different day than yeah. earlier. Yeah. And uh, I'm still on holiday. Yeah. I'm still holidaying mm, in, how in, is it? in sunny Edinburgh, <laughs> probably, maybe. Sunny. Mm, yeah, I nah, sure it's, so. it's going to be raining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have our guest today for the first time. He's the f- one of the freshest faces yeah. here at Crenshaw <laughs> Cinema. His name is Jesse, Jesse. Salazar. Hi, Jesse. How's it going, hey, Jesse? Hey, everybody. I'm good. I'm good. Here, How good. are you today? <laughs> yeah, surprisingly well rested, <laughs> not sweaty. Not actually, sweaty. Yeah, no, I'm usually yeah. very sweaty when I come in after a tube. <laughs> I'm fine right now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't walk so fast today. So. We've never talked about this on the podcast, though. Oh, but yeah. um, Do you guys find that when you leave this building, mm-hmm. you're just incredibly hot, right? Yeah. Particularly back yeah. when I used to do like oh. downstairs work, like front of house and, and managing, stage managing. My God, when I leave the building, I would just be way too hot. Yeah, and then I Just wait in the like, wintertime. Yeah. It gets horrible because mm-hmm. you leave and then it's really cold outside and you don't want to put a jacket yeah, on. But then you, you adjust sick. to the tube and you're like, oh, I have to take my jacket off again. And you come back <laughs> oh, out yeah. and I go, fuck, it's cold. Yeah. But I never remember, like in the summer, it's like, you don't really remember how the tube is like in the winter. Like, is it actually hot down there or is I, it cold? Or I cannot wait what's to find like? out. What's it like? We'll see. We'll see. Like we'll four see. layers and then yeah. a really thick coat. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. <gross>. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. So, Jesse, can you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? Yeah. Um, well, I'm born in Finland, actually. Yeah. Um, and I lived there for three years before my Finnish mom mm-hmm. um, moved to my Peruvian dad who lived in Stockholm. So then I grew up in Stockholm. Yeah, uh, okay. I thought there was a, yeah. a bit Are of a Sweden connection. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Well, I do say that I'm Swedish because okay. that's easier. Sometimes. Yeah, and then to explain to people that like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm and remotely then, uh, Scandinavian. <laughs> remotely Scandinavian. It's, <laughs> it's an aesthetic. Yeah, it's an aesthetic. <laughs> the few can pull <laughs> <But> off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then I moved here when I was 20. 20, um, cool. Yeah. How old are you now? 23. Sorry, I shouldn't ask that. I'm almost 24. <laughs> oh yeah. Just okay, so how long? Soon. Like you've been into the the UK for a few years in London, yeah. primarily. Yeah, or only pretty much just seen Brighton and Margate outside of London. <laughs> <laughs> seen much else, which sucks. Brighton's good though. Brighton's great. Oh, it's lovely. Have yeah. you been Brighton Pride? Uh, yeah, I went yeah, two years ago actually. It's great. Um, really? Yeah, I cool. went two years ago. Oh, nice. So Were you weird. actually inside the like so weird area? Oh, oh my god, so, so crazy. Not crazy, but <laughs> everybody <like>. goes. Like two million queers in the same. Yeah. It's like, who is it? I went to the same get out screening with another staff member. I can't remember who. And then we were like, Covent Garden? Yeah. Oh my God. What? It's so weird. Yeah. It's on the same night. It is funny, though, when you're in London and you like find people that you know anywhere that you aren't trying to meet up with. Yeah. Because it's so big that it just like freaks you out when you it feels like a small world. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh my God. Like the other week, my mom was visiting me because I graduated and. She actually visited. Thank you. And congrats to you too. I know you <laughs> yeah. did the same weekend. Oh my god, yeah, we graduated <laughs> the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we both had families. Yeah, right? yeah. And like I don't know about your family, but my mom has like never visited this country before. So mm-hmm. like I guided her and her friend around the city and whatnot. We were walking back to the hotel we were in Paddington. I just bumped into this guy who's like one of my friends old boyfriends oh. i mean I, I used to know him back when i lived in stockholm yeah. and i haven't seen him for about three years we just bump into each other in outside London. this house yeah. in yeah. like yeah like north <laughs> of hyde park it's like this really beautiful posh area <laughs> weird coincidence and you don't expect that in this city yeah no, yeah but know. yeah but no. it happened. i saw you on the street the other day when i was like I was I took an Uber to work because I was like super tired. Mm. But then I saw you yeah. on the street, and then I just messaged Jesse. Jesse, oh my god, I just saw you on the street. <laughs> Caught me in my shopping yeah. tour. Yeah, <laughs> on your, yeah. your nice little treat yourself day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it was great. So you just yeah. finished school as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you went to school. 
did you go to uh, Goldsmiths? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I thought you were in my neck of woods. Mm. We're all sort of mm. southeast, aren't we? Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. hey, southeast yeah, games. We used to live in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Now we don't, but we didn't know that none. until we moved out. <laughs> yeah, yeah and I just live nice. across the hill. Yeah, thankfully, so not we too still far away. Live quite close to each other. Yeah. Oh, cool beans. let's go to Telegraph Hill for yes, a date. <laughs> yes, Telegraph Hill. Telegraph Hill's a good spot. Yeah. Get your fish and chips from Fishy Business. <laughs> fishy Business at Broccoli and then go to Telegraph Hill. Get mm-hmm. some get some brews, mm-hmm. some Bronsons. Exactly. Some broskies. You know, and just go look at the view. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. view. It's a great view. And <laughs> beware of dogs. There are, oh, God, I hate that park for dogs. For dogs or for what? dog poop? Uh, just oh, yeah. because people let their dogs loose and they always yeah. just, when you're eating or something, they just come oh, get in your business. I hate that. Aww. Keep your dogs off of people. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's the thing about uh-huh. dogs. Um, yeah, people, they think they're people Sorry. too much. <laughs> well, no, it's just the, the owners just like let them loose and then they like, they let them come get up all in your business and then like yeah. about 90% of them just like oh, get over here <laughs> <laughs> like you like you think it's so cute that their dog came and got their face all in your food and oh, it's yeah. like come on get them out of here yeah, like, they're, they're, not, they're not gonna pay yeah. your nine pound little bean salad yeah. <laughs> yeah, they won't they just say oh isn't that great the dog grazed your salad with yeah. its tongue yeah. so cute, mm. so cute. Yeah. Oh, here's dogs. a little extra sauce doesn't everyone love my oh, dog like, <laughs> <laughs> I love dogs but yeah would you study in uh over at uh, Goldsmiths. Uh, I study in media and communications, which is as uh, vague as it can get. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a great communicator now. <laughs> no, but we tried on loads of things yeah. like uh, TV, making, uh, writing scripts. Uh, well, I specialize in photography. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, there was a lot of book reading, reading about like the good old folk from the 30s and 40s <laughs> who wrote loads of cultural theory. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the good old folk stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. That was nice. Cool. <laughs> so you primarily photography then yeah, yeah. no exactly so, um well i would love to like make films and things as well yeah. but uh, takes more time and money <laughs> yeah well as, as we mentioned things. in our uh precursor to you coming on yeah uh you you got to star in my directorial debut yeah. the other day exactly how was that oh that was fantastic <laughs> wow i can't believe it was a front man yeah. <laughs> what was it what was it for the audience that haven't seen it yet can you tell us what it was that you started oh yeah so Heim that's how you say it right yeah Heim. yeah I actually really god they had a song with Calvin Harris a few years back that I really loved well now I wouldn't I wouldn't say that anymore again yeah Calvin <laughs> Harris, oh, god. The no Calvin. but <laughs> yeah oh they just released a new single called Summer Girl and they had yeah. a music video directed by Paul Thomas Anderson okay mm-hmm. and because he's friends at the cinema yeah. he sent a roll of the video yeah to the screen here and then we made a little spoof of that yeah yep. oh yeah and uh, we all took our clothes off. Yeah, it was great. It was great. <laughs> on the street. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sam took his clothes Sam off. Sam took his oh, clothes yeah. off. You guys just took layers off. Yeah. Josh was Costume my change. Oh, yeah, Josh. Josh yeah. I saved the day. Well, not saved the day. I had you were the, so proud had, of yourself. I had the great uh, idea to go check room 13 to see if there was a... Saxophone, an inflatable Ooh. saxophone, and, and there, was. there was one because, of course, everything's in room 13. Did you just like remember sort of that we had that like a fragment uh yeah maybe <laughs> do you remember what it I've would be from i had to mm. i don't know but i've had to, to dig through room 13 numerous times mm. so okay. i think i just okay. thought like there might be although i was worried that i was gonna 
confuse it for inflatable guitars that we definitely have in there. <laughs> that oh, would have been oh, really funny which if I think was from Wayne's playing World. a guitar as if it were a saxophone. <laughs> yeah. That would be really funny. Yeah. Pretty on brand for this cinema. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, yeah. You'd like toot into yeah. the hole of the guitar? Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, okay. Yeah. Or just like this, the, the, the neck. Like that's the saxophone. Uh, yeah, yeah, true, true, yeah. true. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> well, Jesse, how'd you find your way to the Prince Charles Cinema? Mm. Um, yeah, actually, one of my uh, friends worked Fright Fest here oh, okay. a year really? ago. And uh, she was just like, you know what, you should go there. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, I I did see loads of events on Facebook, like maybe like two years ago, that mm-hmm. there were like really great films I wanted to see here. Uh, contact being one of them. I was like, no, there's cinema. Love Screens that. And yeah. I was like, oh, cool. But turns out I never actually ever came here before I actually started working here. That's fair. Which Not is, a lot of people yeah, I mean, that, sucky. that happens yeah. a lot, though. That happens mm. a lot more than you think. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, people just think it's like a great idea of a place that I'd yeah, like to yeah. work, but just, I don't know, it's mm. London. Yeah. It's hard to get to places sometimes. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, there's a lot to discover. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so that's that. I just started, like, what, beginning of June? I just came back yeah. from a little trip in Stockholm and yeah. just, like, damn it, like, now graduating and <laughs> yeah. I need a job. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, now you got one. Well, now I got one and it's freaking amazing, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's so sweet. Yeah, what's your favorite part about being here? Um, mm. Well, I mean, it has to be like watching the films, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah, that, that's really, really nice. It's a treat. Um, I mean, it's not the only thing we do here. Yeah. We do lots <laughs> I of mean, things here. Yeah. No, it's a company. Um, uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> so Jesse like fits right in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and it's just really homey. Like, I just like, yeah, yeah I mean, what can I say homey. I do here? I stand behind the keynotes and stuff, and I yeah. enjoy that too. Like, yeah. it just kind of, yeah. Yeah, it just kind of happens. It works with me. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's lovely. Yeah, well, I'm glad you uh, are enjoying, enjoying yourself so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good that you're fitting in really nicely. This is fun for me. Like I said in the, your intro, oh. I was uh, saying that I haven't had a chance to meet you properly yet because mm-hmm. I used to do all the training and stuff. Before. Yeah. I used oh, yeah. to meet everyone, but now I just don't do it anymore. And oh, yeah, I think no. you're, you and you, Sam, Sam were like the you? first... Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys Sam really took us over. First yeah. person to come through that I haven't had a chance to really uh, train. So. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, there was a few people that I didn't all the train. People. There was a few people I didn't train, uh-huh. but um, oh, actually, you know, maybe those people. Oh, God, I don't know. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been Who a long knows? time since John was. Who you knows? Know, with us surface dwellers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got my eyes in the sky now. Yeah. <laughs> sky high. In the, in the ivory tower. In the ivory. Oh, God. Hot ivory hotbox. <laughs> the ivory yeah. hotbox. Top of the institution. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jesse, you uh, were talking to me a couple weeks back about what you wanted to talk about on yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And you picked uh-huh. some pretty fun films. <laughs> mm-hmm. Particularly, I guess, like you wanted to talk about one film in particular, but we're showing both of them. So, yeah, no, what were exactly. they? Oh, it was Terminator mm-hmm. 1 and 2. From a future where men must hide underground has come a machine wrapped in flesh who kills but cannot be killed. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Terminator. An assassin from the 21st century, sent back through time. His target is a woman who holds the key to the future. Her only hope is a soldier who has hunted the Terminator from the future into the present. It's not a man. Machine. Terminator. What does it want me? 
can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. Ever. Until you are dead. Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator. We're not talking about the third one. No, no, we even don't. Even though it has some great here. scenes in there. Yeah. Uh, maybe mention them later. Some gift-worthy yeah. scenes. <laughs> we can, the we can talk. Boobs. We can like. Yeah. We can talk a little Terminator bit about them, Genesis? I guess. But no? okay. oh god, oh, yeah. no, no, oof, I haven't even no. seen those actually. Don't. Yeah. Please don't no do salvation that. talk. Please no salvation. No. That's not with Christian Bale. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe. We're doing early nineties. Early nineties. Yeah. Oh yeah, Terminator One was from eighties. Eighty-four. Yeah. So the Terminator disguises a human, a cyborg assassin known as a Terminator. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays that Terminator. Uh, travels from 2029 to 1984 to kill Sarah Connor, played by Linda Hamilton. Sent to protect Sarah is Kyle Reese, who's played by Michael Bean, who is fucking awesome. He's right? awesome. He's so cool. Oh, yeah. he's uh, so first, first man crush. <laughs> yeah, he's so <laughs> He divulges the coming of Skynet, an artificial intelligence system that will spark a nuclear holocaust. Sarah is targeted because Skynet knows that her unborn son will lead the fight against them with the virtually unstoppable Terminator in hot pursuit. She and Kyle attempt to escape. Mm. So that's the synopsis for you. The first one. Mm-hmm. 1984 sci-fi masterpiece directed by James, James Cameron. Cameron. Who's um, making three more Avatar movies? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Who's lost in Ab- Avatar Purgatory? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he like, like Elite Battle Angel was his idea yeah. and everything, but he was going to make it. The girl with the big eyes. Yeah. yeah. He was going to make it, and then he just gave that. it to um, Robert Rodriguez. Because yeah. Rodriguez was like, this oh. sounds cool. And James Cameron's <laughs> like, I've got great. Avatar movies to make. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> or to not make. <laughs> Um, a little bit of info though about mm-hmm. James Cameron, just because it's mm. uh, kind of funny leading up into how he got to the Terminator films. Yeah. Mm. So uh, he was always really into science and stuff when he was young, and you can see that now and what he's into. Like mm-hmm. he does a lot of stuff with like underwater exploration, yeah. a bit of space stuff. Um, Started with the Abyss almost. Yeah, the Abyss back um. in the day. Yeah. But he went to Fullerton College in California, and he Ooh. studied physics and English. Oh, my God. And while he was in college, he worked as a truck driver, and he wrote a lot and studied special effects in his free time. Mm-hmm. But after he saw Star Wars in 1977, uh-huh. he quit his truck driving job and focused on making movies. Oh, my God. Wait, how old was he then? Uh, Such a different time. Yeah, I'm not sure. Such I didn't check his like age or anything. <laughs> you can look time. that up you online. You quit your job I hope now. he was yeah. like You're 25, done. then I feel good. I hope yeah. he was like 17. I was like, oh, I'm quitting my truck driver job. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, like, I never oh. even had that. <laughs> I was like, I did physics and English in high school. Yeah. Look where I am. I'm sure he's probably in his 20s, maybe. Yeah. 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 yeah his uh, first okay. project that he worked on was this short film. It was called Xenogenesis. Mm. Um, and then he would go in to do some production design for uh, Roger Corman's miniature studio. Do you guys know Roger Corman? He's like yeah. old school, crazy, oh, like amazing movies. Yeah. Uh, he did a lot okay. of crazy uh, B movies back in the day. Yeah. And, uh, mm. Still kind of makes films, dips his toes really? into some of those crazy, crazy films like, uh, you know, like just any of the crazy monster films that mm-hmm. you see that are really, really low budget, but very hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Roger Corman, uh, he had a special effects studio and a bunch of guys like Joe Dante and stuff were like working under him and stuff and learning how to do film and all that. And 
Um, yeah, James Cameron is one of them. And James Cameron, like he worked on special effects for like John Carpenter's Escape from New York. And then he worked on Galaxy of Terror. And then he uh, finally landed a job with Piranha 2. Oh. Which he was going to be the special effects on Piranha 2. Uh So Piranha was Joe Dante's film. And, and they know each other. They from, knew, yeah, yeah, from working with Roger Corman and stuff. Mm. Uh, but then and after uh, there was some creative differences with the producers, uh, the original director of Prana Two left the job, and then it was offered to James Cameron. Oh my god! But he was Great. fired about two and a half weeks later after the producer of the film just like just had some creative differences with okay, him. Yeah, uh, always was, a creative difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. too many times. Damn producer. Yeah, it was yeah. a pretty also crazy it. like Italian Jesus. project. I think yeah. and the Italian <laughs> producer just like could not stand him, but mm-hmm. he like had him. Yeah. He ha- he let him stay on or something. I think like he was gonna have him stay around and help like just to f- assist with finishing the film. But uh, James Cameron got food poisoning, <laughs> and while he was ill, he had a nightmare about an invincible ro- robot <gasps> hitman who oh, was sent oh to the future God. to kill him. Wow! Which gave him the idea for, for the Terminator, Terminator, and then lost his career. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was a lot of little backstory, but I just yeah, thought that was pretty story. interesting because yeah, it was like Holy for all crap, you young like, filmmakers out there, maybe yeah. gets a little bit of food poisoning on yeah. your belt. Oh, or just Jesus. work some crap jobs and yeah. maybe you'll, you'll have a weird nightmare. I th- yeah, the takeaway here, no, it's the food poisoning. <laughs> yeah, you, you need food poisoning or nightmares. Nightmares. Or food poisoning. Or poison- a little or, bit of both. Yeah, nightmare and, yeah, food poisoning induced nightmares. Well, the last time I had food poisoning, I just imagined that I got meningitis instead. Oh. That's the only thing I That's still a movie if you want to make one. Yeah. yeah. And he lost his arm. <laughs> and he oh, lost his arm. Oh, so geez. what's your uh, favorite things about like the Terminator films? Why do you want to Terminator speak films? I think the music is just something yeah. that really just stayed with me. I remember, mm-hmm. I think just I have a very like, nostalgic connection to it. Honestly, I think, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the first time I saw them, mm-hmm. I was like seven, and yeah. my dad, who was a typical like macho dad with like great like home cinema, yeah, he was like, I have a film to show you because he knew I was into like very normal stuff like I, I used to play with Legos yeah. and toys yeah. and whatnot okay. but I also was really into like mass destruction and yeah. like <laughs> things like that for some reason yeah. of course perfectly healthy science yeah. obviously perfectly and he was like well then I know a perfect film it has loads of bombs and explosions in it and yeah so <laughs> so he first showed me Terminator 1 mm-hmm. loved it and then Terminator 2 and just like uh, it's a style yeah it's, yeah all of it. it's really stylish yeah <laughs> the first one is like really low budget yeah um, but it's done it's, so it's, well yeah i mean its budget was about 6.4 million dollars wow. which and is the like second one. the second is, one is like the most expensive film ever yeah, made at the time was, at the time yeah. yeah so the second film it's uh special effects budget was almost as much as just the budget for the first film. Yeah, no. I feel like the <laughs> so first 10 minutes CGI. of Terminator 2, that's all yeah, the budget for the first yeah. one. Like, holy yeah. shit. I love yeah. uh, the, that the opening, uh, one of my favorites, because as she speaks, obviously, and then she pauses, there's the skull, and then the tongue yeah. comes out, and I'm like, just, oh my God. Yeah. No, it's mad. Like, yes. <laughs> yes, Mr. Cameron, go, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so... Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. was originally uh, being considered to play Kyle Reese. Did you guys really? know that? Yeah. No. Oh my God. Oh, so God, instead of Michael the Terminator, because uh, basically 
you know, he was a famous bodybuilder, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he turns into an actor and then he was making California. a name of himself. <laughs> well, I mean, this is pre I know, I know. pre-governor. I just had to mention it. But uh, yeah, he fact. did become the governor. <laughs> the governor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the president in the Simpsons movie. The governor. Yeah. <laughs> Origins. And yeah. as I told that one rowdy uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger marathon crowd that he would have been the president of the United States if he was born in America just to get oh. them to cheer oh, and shut fully. the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were work? heckling. It was someone heckling me and I said oh. that and uh, oh, while you were doing the intro? Yeah, oh and it, it worked. They were like, yeah! yeah! <laughs> Get yeah. them on your side. Yeah, that's what my yeah. feels I like. I think they made it an American joke, and I was just like, oh, oh, sh- oh yeah, 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 yeah. shut up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he, so he, he made a name for himself in like The Long Goodbye, Pumping Iron, that documentary that's pretty famous, and he uh-huh. was in Conan the Barbarian. But when Orion Pictures uh, executive Mike Metavoy met him at a party, uh, he sent him the script for consideration. James Cameron, however, had envisioned Reese as a non-bulky and a more sensitive man. Mm-hmm. So Good he choice. was less enthusiastic about the Mr. Universe coming into the pivotal role. <laughs> when he met with Schwarzenegger, uh, Cameron met with Schwarzenegger. He actually admitted that he was planning to pick a fight with him. Oh, my God. Just to see what <laughs> so happens. So he can claim that the actor was impossible to work with. Oh. But then... <laughs> But then, like, against his expectations, they actually got along really fine. Yeah. And uh, Schwarzenegger actually showed a lot of enthusiasm for the script. And uh, mm. he was particularly interested in the dark antagonist. Mm. Um, so this was, like, actually the first time that, like, Schwarzenegger played a bad guy, yeah. really, because... Um, this was pre-Mr. Freeze? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah, this yeah. pre-that film where he's pregnant? Yeah, yeah. Junior. You guys are showing your age. Jesus Christ. These are all like 90s films you're talking about. This okay, is 1984. Yeah, 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 of course. Of course, of course that makes sense. Oh, yeah, you're talking yeah, about sorry. Junior. Junior, Jesus. oh my yeah. God. Uh, film? Yeah, so he he was, us- he was usually the, the good guy, you know? And um, Yeah. Yeah, he mm. just mm. actually accepted against his agent's uh, advisement to take the bad guy role. And, and it paid was, off damn good idea because mm-hmm. this oh, yeah. really cemented you know terminator like arnold schwarzenegger as the terminator as yeah. like a legend in film mm. uh do you want to hear some other f- weird casting possibilities that oh, were... yes, please. okay for so terminator for, for the terminator okay, i'll give you fun. a few for everyone okay. all right so make your work the <laughs> mickey rourke is on is he on there actually mickey rourke was uh called reese yeah. what uh, there was. You a, think Mickey Rourke would be a great Terminator? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just want to see Mickey Rourke. Right, so here's some people that were thrown around. Uh-huh. All right, Sly Stallone. Of course, makes sense. Uh, he was also thrown around for Kyle Reese as well. Uh, but funny enough, in Last Action Hero in the '90s, yeah. when they're in Jack Slater, yeah. and they're, when they're in his world, uh, Sly Stallone is the Terminator. Yeah. All right, so here's some Terminator possibilities. It was Sly Stallone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, nope. good. Tom God. Selleck. Oh, oh it gets mustache, weirder. Please. Kevin Klein. <laughs> Would the Terminator and have a mustache? Uh, Michael Douglas? Michael Douglas? And even weirder, the one that topped them all for me, OJ Simpson. Wow. <laughs> those films would be Well, we know he can run. Yeah. <laughs> we yes. know he can kill. We can know he can evade the cops. I was about to make a Heisman joke, but you yeah. made a better one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the Terminator didn't wear any gloves, so yeah, um, wouldn't have fit anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently yes. they even um, they even mocked up some posters and stuff of, of like OJ, OJ as the Terminator, oh which I'd love to see. I mean, um, he if didn't anyone get out the there role. can find him, hit us up. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't but, get the uh, role, but decided to bring it to a real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they decided he was too nice. 
Because back then, OJ was like, yeah. he was, yeah, before all this crap, he was like, a, like well-respected yeah. people really loved him True. and yeah. all that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a, like seemingly a really nice guy. That did not age well. Which so right. didn't make mock-up posters before they even knew who wasn't going to be in the film. Yeah. Because I just feels like, the, I mean, that's they the do that. Oh, we're going to envision it. Oh, yeah. we can market it. With Maybe this. he yeah. was in some sort of weird agreement and then they decided mm-hmm. to go against that at first. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Possibly. Michael Douglas? Yeah, that's a too small. Yeah, too small. Uh, I guess, well, I mean, you know, there's some different ideas back in the day, yeah. I guess, but uh, Kyle Reese, mm-hmm. some ideas for him or Bruce Willis, okay. which could have been interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sting, uh, no, Mickey sir. Rourke, as we said earlier, yeah, Richard Rourke. Gere. Okay. No, come on. I uh, this, uh, and then as I, also, as I said, Sylvester Stallone. Uh-huh. And then for Sarah Connor, you had uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. That would have been, been fun. And then Gina Davis. Who I think was actually okay. really good friends and possibly roommates with, with uh, Linda Hamilton Linda back Hamilton. in the day. Yeah. But I think they ended up making the right choice for yeah. everyone. Was, I think uh, Linda Hamilton's name just looks best in that font. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Linda sick. Hamilton's amazing in this she's film. Great. And she yeah. gets even cooler in the second film. I yeah. mean, like, she's yeah. cool in the first film because she, like, James Cameron, I'll say this about him in most of his films, man, he's really good about, like, making just, like, a, a female character seem fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, Like, absolutely. particularly when he just, like, puts them in do-or-die action yeah, si- yeah. situations. Mm. Mm. She's fucking cool as shit, especially in the second one. The second one's just, she's just mm. amazing. She's yeah. just insane. Mm. So, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's famous line, I'll be, back, I'll be back, was originally scripted as, I'll come back. Lol, that'd be so bad. <laughs> Which is really weird. Yeah. And then uh, also Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> apparently uh, was fighting with James Cameron about that. Like that he thought it should be, I will be back. <laughs> the Because he thought it was a little too feminine to say, I'll, I'll be, be back. back. And James Cameron was like, I don't, Wait, I don't tell I you how to act. Back. Don't tell me how to I write. I will be back. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I will be back would be so weird. Just imagine. I will, the, I will be back. Yeah. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> the tone isn't great. Is I'll, I'll come back or I will come back. I'll, yeah, I'll come I will back. Return. I'll come back. I will return. The, Terminator the will return. Yeah. <laughs> I will speak to the manager. <laughs> but yeah, Schwarzenegger only actually spoke 14 lines in that first film. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah it wasn't a lot. Yeah. It wasn't a lot. And then the second one, he said, um, was it? Um, he said a lot. Polyalloy, and I went, hmm? Yeah, you oh, said yeah. a lot in the second one. That's true. Apparently in the second one, they had him uh, reading off of like note cards at certain times uh-huh. because he was like, he had so many lines, Slow. especially when he was like, oh. <laughs> well, he was like reading out lines like uh, when he was describing like how Skynet takes over. Yeah, it's stuff. all the technical it's stuff. Just like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really heavy. long and he's just yeah. in the car and I think they just had it like taped to a dashboard. On 242 <laughs> Eastern Time. <laughs> oh, is it Pacific? Yeah. But <laughs> and listeners, you're hearing some extra sounds is because the film just ran, uh, came, came out, out yeah. and mm, we're yeah. recording during the middle of the day, which yeah. is unique for us, but we're still at the bar and <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, so hey, you Caroline. may hear some uh, people washing their hands. You may hear hey, Caroline, Caroline over here. Cleaning. Hey, Caroline. Hello. Girl. <laughs> Do you remember Caroline? She talks about Ghost World yeah. a few weeks back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, Schwarzenegger, like, which is, I think, a really awesome idea. And I love when actors do this, especially yeah. when it's someone who's not like a very experienced actor. Yeah. Like at the time, I mean, he hadn't done a lot. 
where Schwarzenegger tried to avoid contact with Lyndall Hamilton and Michael Bean as much as possible so that he could like just get into the mindset that he was trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was yeah. trying to avoid making connections mm-hmm. with, with them. them yeah. Yeah. And remain intimidating. Awesome. Sort of. He was pretty intimidating yeah. in the film. Well, that makes the fear super convincing. Yeah. I love that scene mm-hmm. in the club in the first one. It's like noir. Yeah. I think iconic. You know, that's iconic. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 James Cameron came up with that name as well. Yeah. yeah. The tech noir name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he loved like those tech noir films like Blade Runner and all that yeah yeah Yeah, I mean this film really feels like that doesn't like one of those like really cool just like gritty dark sci-fi films I think it's really Mm. funny just how night and day literally Terminator 1 and 2 are because like Terminator so different it's so dark yeah Terminator 2 is in broad daylight yeah yeah most of the the, yeah, yeah most of the film is like in the day which I think like just helps a lot with just the atmosphere of mm-hmm. each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the killings are a bit more gruesome too. Like yeah, all the these first random film, yeah. women that yeah. he kills. Like yeah. Then again, the second one takes the killings at a new level. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it gets a little bit more like silly and funny. But uh, I feel like yeah, 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 but I think that's also because yeah, yeah catchphrases like a mm-hmm. young John Connor and he yeah. as a protagonist kind of harkens back to mm-hmm. kind of yeah kids in the eighties. You know, yeah, the exactly, Stand by Me exactly. kind of vibe. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, so prior to filming, Arnold Schwarzenegger actually spent weeks learning to reassemble, dismantle, reload, and fire every weapon used in the film. Perfect. Uh, without looking at the weapon. Perfect. Yeah, right. ultimate killing we machine. Love, we love a dedicated <laughs> we love guns. actor. We love guns. <laughs> we don't love guns, but we love yeah. a dedicated actor. Yeah. But yeah, the result was like a more robotic feel towards the weapons uh, mm-hmm. when he was handling, uh, which added to the eeriness of his performance. I got a little bit of tidbits about what uh, Robert Patrick did for the second film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert Patrick uh, learned how to shapeshift his hand. Yeah. <laughs> he like took Robert a lot Patrick, of acid. This film is why I'm so afraid of Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick is film. terrifying. Yeah. I he really is so thought scary. He was good looking in some scenes. I was like, he is good really? looking. He is kind of good looking, but like he is scary. Like there's, yeah. but good looking people can be scary. That's yeah. true. Um, that's Exhibit A. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the special effects. Uh, while awesome in this film, obviously the second yeah. film took the cake for like all the crazy CGI yeah. and all that, which was groundbreaking. Sorry, at the time. I forgot about the robot in the first but, one. Yeah. yeah. When which, he walks behind them yeah. in that corridor before he slammed the door. Oh my it's God. so funny. And, so uh, funny. No, it's so funny. I mean, the opening scene looks really good, obviously. Yeah. It's yeah. like Warzone and they all, they all fit in like the robots yeah. in yeah. the sequence. But then, oh my God, but the one thing was when, I mean, when Arnold dissects his eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, we see him from the side. He yeah. just goes in with this like scalpel, and then yeah. we see him from the front, and he's just such a like rubber face, yeah, 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 like yeah. mannequin. Just funny because well, earlier on, doesn't Michael Bean say that the new model, well, they used to have rubber skin, but now they're human. You can't tell them apart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, the special effects were done by Stan Winston, though, who was like oh, incredible, uh, mm-hmm. awesome, awesome creature effects artist yeah. who mm-hmm. worked on like Jurassic Park mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, just countless yeah. amazing films. Mm. Um, he spent six months working on those like puppets and stuff, like particularly like the Terminator mm-hmm. itself. Mm. Um, but then also like the head of Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. that he was like working on. Yeah. Apparently, when Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, had that makeup on, he went to a cafe. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he just forgot it was on or something. <laughs> it was just a working, part of him. Like now? yeah, and it was like he <laughs> yeah. he went and it was like his face oh, was all was the- jacked up yeah. and his oh, eye shit. was sort yeah, of hanging yeah, out yeah. or something. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like going. God bless one, that barista. He is gigantic, like? man. Yeah. He's a gigantic man. Can you <laughs> imagine like seeing latte, a man that looks like, <laughs> like, like a latte. tiny, tiny, tiny espresso? I'll be, I'll, I'll be back. I'll, I'll go be bathroom. back. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god then the second one god the effects are so cool like yeah. i yeah. love the detail that they have on the i mean i've always loved that idea of that sphere that they just land in and how yeah. it cuts mm. through everything that's mm-hmm. around it and the second one when like the metal is actually glowing that's yeah, been, like, yeah. yeah 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 that, when the cop fades. first finds it yeah so sick uh but obviously the liquid metal yeah, yeah. Uh, what a concept yeah and that one sequence that i just it just boggled my mind like when uh um when patrick Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. Robert yeah, exactly. Patrick. Was it Patrick Robert? <laughs> Robert <laughs> Patrick, like, jumps onto that chopper from the Cyberdyne yeah. headquarters, yeah. breaks through the bubble of the chopper, <laughs> yeah. and just, like, blah, sits down yeah. like a little slimy blob. Yeah. That's a really like, cool how scene. How did they do yeah. that in 91? Like, yeah. that is insane. I think that film gave birth to, like, Flubber. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it did. But, like, I think that must have been such a, like, oh, yeah, no, necessary film for the yeah. rest of the CGI industry to just, like, catch yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, like, ILM did that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll get into that in a second. Um, before we move on, I'll just say Bill Paxton cameo, right? Yeah. And Terminator, right? Yeah. Bill early, Paxton. Early yeah. Bill early Paxton. Bill Paxton. He, he was one of the punks that... Uh, yeah. Terminator like destroyed oh, in the first shit. film. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Really That's awesome. Was he credited? Cool clothes. I think so. <laughs> okay. Probably just like William? punk number yeah. one or something like that. But oh. yeah. Is yeah. he the clothes that Michael Bean takes? Um does he wear those? Because his outfit is great. Yeah. No, like, Michael Bean ends up with like guys in LA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has that he has a, again, he has a, a duster. But also yeah. uh, that's something that we should talk about though. Michael Bean, I think he took his his trousers from like a homeless man. Oh, oh he's yeah. still yeah. wearing the homeless man's trousers yeah, when he sec- has yeah. sex that's with yeah. and he had been wearing it like a whole day as well. Oh, I well, forgot. It was, well, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. My god. It was Arnold who walked up to those pumps. Yeah, yeah. Arnold took their clothes. Yeah. And Michael Bean went into the shop. Yeah, yeah. That's what Yeah. Still close from a homeless person. <laughs> Kyle Reese, truly, what a hero. But those trousers, yeah. I see people like in the Southeast wearing them. Like, yeah, but that's, that's, that's arts, the like whole look. Yeah. Yeah. They go to art school. Oversized shoe, uh, yeah. trousers. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, the film was made yeah. for like $6.4 million, <laughs> <laughs> and it went on to make $78.3 million, Ooh. which uh, Fantastic. both catapulted James Cameron into the spotlight mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a young awesome director yeah the and to oh we got the trailer right behind us yeah i love this trailer this is the I teaser trailer cool. for uh oh. terminator 2 i found that on uh youtube like a couple years ago yeah. when we first start showing it and then i just start plugging it on social yeah. media and, and it's I was just like summer so 1991 that's so yeah. Sick. yeah yeah um yeah uh also arnold schwarzenegger obviously became a huge star yeah, of course um i mean you got some other people like michael bean like he's cult famous mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he never really never did, did else huge things. Big. I mean, obviously, yeah. he did like Aliens. And yeah, he was in tons of big films and stuff, but he like never really broke through into the like, like lead. top lead yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame. I really like Michael Bean. Mm-hmm. He's a good looking guy. Oh well, yeah, he was um, the first awesome. like guy I yeah. like had a crush on. Aww. Yeah, I was like, I was like eight. eight. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Linda, Linda Hamilton's taste. similar. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she obviously was, was popular. But yeah, yeah, she was never really like really breakthrough leading mm-hmm. lady either but really obviously anything. arnold schwarzenegger yeah, got the biggest the push place. out of this film oh yeah, yeah. um and then james cameron made avatar uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> we can move into a little bit of terminator 2 mm-hmm. judgment day yes. same make these were taken at the west highland police station 1984 you were there same model. These were taken today. You have to let me see my son. He's in great danger. 
mission. Once, he was programmed to destroy the future. You don't know what it's like to try to kill one of these things. Now, his mission... Get down! ...is to protect it. Mom! Come with me if you want to live. You're really real. His loyalty is to a child. Who sent you? You did. 35 years from now. And his enemy... He's a Terminator like you, right? Not like me. ...is the deadliest machine ever built. Can it be destroyed? Unknown. This time, there are two. Terminator 2. You just can't go around killing people. Why? If you thought you had seen it all... Look again. Stay down! Go! Now! We gotta stick together! Arnold Schwarzenegger. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. This time, he's back. For good. Trust me. So in this sequel set 11 years after The Terminator, young John Connor, who's played by Edward Furlong, I think he's like every young goth yeah. girl's yeah. Uh, dream. <laughs> yeah. And with that um, hero haircut as well. Yeah. Oh, like every guy in the night. The fringe? Yes. Oh, I love it though. I love it. No, yeah. I stand. I stand by it. But yeah, young John Connor, uh, he's the key to civilization's victory over the future robot uprising. Mm-hmm. Uh in, well, I mean, come on, AI. Don't say robot. Uh, <laughs> it's not politically correct yeah. of you, Jonathan. <laughs> Is the, I'm just reading this synopsis yeah. uh, that I did not write. Don't say robot. Yeah. I'm just being uh, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> Keep that in there. Keep that in there. Geeky. John Connor is the target of the shape-shifting T-1000, mm. which is uh, played by Robert Patrick. We talked about a little bit. Awesome. awesome. Uh, he's a Terminator sent from the future to kill him. Uh, and he's a new version, liquid uh, shape shifting metal, which yeah. is pretty nuts. Um, another Terminator, the revamped T eight hundred, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, now classic model but revamped, decked out in leather and sunglasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been sent back t- uh, to protect the boy. Mm-hmm. What a twist! What a twist! Um, and as John and his mother Lin- Linda Hamilton go on the run with the T eight hundred, the boy forms an unexpected bond with. Again, it says the robot. He's not a robot. He is. He is a cyborg. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is this is the thing we should talk about. It's like the difference between androids and cyborgs and all that. Terminator is a cyborg. Cyborg He's got like he's got like human flesh and Uh, cells and tissues and stuff around the robotic body. Yeah. The cyborg was more like when it's like eighty percent human and you got like. Mostly machine enhancements. Yeah. Yeah, But I feel like cyborg. I feel like cyborg. I mean, the Terminator falls into the cyborg. Yeah, yeah it works the other way around. Whereas yeah. I think Android's a little bit more of like it's Sent- they're a not human, sentient. but yeah. it has like robotic like parts. Yeah, I believe. So to like make the, it, yeah, yeah. The robots in Westworld are androids technically. What are yeah. the replicants and replicants are cyborgs? Because uh, that's still biological material they, uh, technically, yeah. right? 
Man, we're going to get like a lot yeah, of hate, a lot of hate on this. Yeah. Okay. So oh, at God. us at yeah. the PCC podcast or I'm email sorry. us at the uh, podcast at Prince well, Cinema. Actually, you'll <laughs> well, actually. That- <laughs> <laughs> um, I read this tweet this morning that like white dudes say uh, two words, um, two phrases very often. It's well, actually, and that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So it's time to up the budget. Holy cow. 102 Oof. million dollars yeah. was on spent on this film and like i said earlier beautiful, most of it beautiful. was uh special spent on that special effects all those trucks um, yeah god damn yeah. how many trucks yeah. are destroying that so film so many trucks it's uh yeah. as ari said it was the most expensive film ever made at the time of its mm. release mm. but that's cool though because it made 519 hey. million dollars 519 million dollars 500 billion yeah incredible and it won four oscars for those special effects yeah so speaking dirt. of which of that special True. effects like i said it, it's special effects cost about 5.5 million dollars which wow. you would think it would be more than that yeah but actually yeah, they only they did about three minutes of the Proper. film like it was only three some minutes of the actual oh. film okay. that was actually yeah. special effects it seems like so much more but you know you, their creative stan winston was back doing the practical effects mm-hmm. and then there was just that film time a bit here and there yeah with uh particularly the t-1000 was yeah. like mm. shape shifting into things um but they yeah. were like puppets they made like 40 puppets yeah yeah which which was yeah that's so where cool, you're so. i'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of that budget went into because that takes Practical a lot of time, effects, a lot yeah. of people. Handcrafting. I mean, Stan Winston was like one of like, I think six people who worked on the first film. And uh, if you're doing that much mm-hmm. for the second one, I'm sure <laughs> it was like a hell of a lot more people. Yeah. But by that yeah. point, he had made a name for himself. I mean, you're talking 1984 yeah. all the way to 1991. Yeah, so. it's a huge mm-hmm. time gap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this time Cameron, like we were saying, he, en- he enlisted uh, Industrial Light and Magic. Yep. Um, they had been making a name for themselves as well uh, between the years Heroes. of the first and second films. Mm-hmm. Um, they had that state-of-the-art CGI that had really never been seen in film before. Yeah, mm. um, The first version of Photoshop, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did, yeah. They were notable for working on a lot of early Pixar stuff as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, they worked on a funny episode of the Young Adventures of Indiana Jones oh, that okay. River Phoenix was in. Yeah, And there was this scene they had where it was like a... I think it was like a stained glass or something like turned into like a knight or something like okay. that. You can see the oh, footage. Yeah. It's really cool. Like mm-hmm. really early CGI. It's pretty uh-huh. impressive for the time. And I'll say even for this film, although at times it's like, it does feel like you're looking at a PS2 video game at yeah. times. <laughs> for the most part, particularly lot, yeah. the scene, I thought that was like, holy crap, that still holds up was when he comes out of the floor. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah, and it's like the crazy. checkered floor. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I wonder if the checkered so cool. floor was like a strategic choice. Yeah, maybe because it's like easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just white and black that, um, is easy, maybe to work with. I love that yeah. scene where um he calls home. I mean, John calls home to his foster mm-hmm. parents, and his yeah, the T one thousand shapeshift into his stepmom, the and then the hand up shapeshifts his hand into a blade. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you hear him do it, and you don't even really like react to it until yeah, the camera pans pan over, which I, like, I think is oh, really awesome. Incredible. Yeah, I mean that's like but some I like cool the shape, old school the, horror. Yeah, horror. But, yeah, but the shape shifting back from the blade into the hand, I thought yeah, was quite impressive. Really cool. Yeah. Early actually, that little that scene actually got a bit of a gasp from uh, my wife Julia. Yeah. Which was pretty awesome. I always like when yeah. I hear like a like a gasp in a film. Yeah. Like yeah, you want to talk about some other like Cameron related things? He didn't do the first one, but Alien. I saw Alien here. Mm-hmm. Got a really good shriek yeah. like years ago when it's I was ushering, and I was just like, "Yes, yeah. awesome! I love that." It yeah. made my skin crawl just to hear like the audience shriek in terror mm-hmm. at yeah. something. I was like, "Yes, I, I love when that happens in films." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Edward Furlong 
Yeah. All right. So we talked about him a little bit just for a mm. brief mm-hmm. second, but brief second. awesome, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, most, iconic, so role most iconic role ever. Obviously, yeah. like he's done some co- other cool things, yeah. um, particularly for me, like Pet Cemetery too. Yeah, I absolutely Pet love Cemetery. him. Yeah, that was. Really uh, cool. And then he was in one of the Crow sequels. I think maybe maybe the, the second, second one. one? Um, but yeah, he's obviously he's fallen off in years. Yeah. Um, recent years. I mean, he's had his issues. Um, As most child stars. Yeah, yeah. which sucks. But I, I mean, that, um, John Connor started, you know, as a kid before becoming humanity savior, used to jack ATMs, and I think that's perfect. Oh, yeah, amazing. Like stick it to the man. <laughs> he manages the hack. He was really cool, Silicon wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Maximum security. Yeah. And he has a like, little redheaded damn. mullet friend. Yeah, we love oh, a little genius. Yeah, and they're really all their cool. little, their little, their little bike. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What happens? Oh, he just got pushed, or just pushed yeah. to the side in that arcade game. Yeah, yeah. never yeah. to be seen again. Never yeah, exactly. Oh god, died in the nuke. Cool. Yeah. Oh my god. Jesus. All right, so you guys recently watched it. We were talking about that before we recorded. Mm-hmm. We both, well, like all of us recently start, uh, watched the T2, film. So yeah. we're, we're, we're a little bit more familiar with T2. Um, mm. Edward Furlong, did you guys notice that he was aging during the film? Yeah. Really? Yeah, different points of the that, film, he huh. looked different. Yeah. It, it, huh. The production took so long, long. he actually yeah, he was he like, up, yeah. yeah, he was growing Cuberty. up a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, and his voice was cracking, and yeah. they even had to like uh, pitch correct his voice yeah, yeah. in post. Because <laughs> yeah, when he shrieks more to the like, yeah, the film is like, Aah! you can really yeah. hear that. Like, yeah, uh, I remember it was really those weird. Ages. Like, Jeez. I don't know if you guys noticed this when I first started watching the film uh, the other other night. Like, I had just gotten back from rehearsal. Yeah, and it was the first time I had played with like my band in like months and months. So mm-hmm. it was the first mm. time I had like loud amps just blasting into my ears and. uh I thought it was just me from rehearsal, but like his voice sounded so like, you know, weird weird and like Mm -hmm. higher pitched than I ever remembered. Mm -hmm. Uh, But maybe, you know, maybe it was just. Budget also went into counteracting puberty (laughs) (laughs) in post production. Yeah. But yeah, no, I thought Edward Fallon was great. Um, I love that scene in the, the, yeah, from the arcade. Like, I think it was was a mall, right? Like, where he goes through the fire. The gallery. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Oh, yeah. You tweeted about this. Yeah. That's a sick. Sick it's moment. my favorite. It's all oh, such a good way. What part in the corridor? Yes, yeah, in the corridor where he like the he out. just comes out <gasps> with like a box, yeah. and then the gun comes out and the roses drops to the floor. I'm like, yeah. oh so my god, such a cool yeah, reaction to you from Edward Furlong's like, yeah, it's just like kind of like turn like, <gasps> yeah. and his hair is just flopping all yeah, over yeah, the place, yeah, yeah. and then like Realizes. the other Terminator, the T1000, comes out around the corner. It's yeah. really funny. I love um, how like the T1000 also. Despite being able to shape shift and sort of, yeah, you know, touch whatever, turn into that, mm. didn't just get a change of clothes, just stayed as yeah, a police officer. Yeah, he just I don't I understand like, how the yeah. fabric like morphs into the metal. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that. Me. All right, so yeah, those are some great. Yeah, he for like, me. Well, yeah, he like stole these clothes yeah. off of a human, put them on, but then like. Um, that's some crazy They become grinds. part yeah. of him anyway. Yeah. Do they get sucked into the metal? And wait, I swear to God, when they like smash him into those pieces of like ice, liquid metal, yeah. he just, when he melts back together, the clothes are there again. And it's yeah. just like, yeah. he should have been naked again. I mean, he should have yeah. been naked again. Or maybe be creative yeah, and get a different. Like yeah, because particularly yeah. in that one scene where he was coming through the <laughs> bars, he yeah. had the gun in his hand. Yeah. And then his, his hand got stuck yeah, in yeah, between yeah. the bars because he had the gun in his hand. Yeah. But then right. he moved the then most of the film slightly. doesn't happen. And then move. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, okay, well, what about his clothes? Yeah. All those yeah. things mm. that he took, but I don't know. Yeah, because those are physical things and not things that he's generated. Oh, it's exactly. okay, guys. We haven't even gotten to the yeah, time travel. Yeah, my favorite paradox. part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. This is the fun part. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so Michael Bean was actually apparently the first choice of uh, the role for the T-1000, mm. which would have been oh, a complete role reversal yeah, yeah, yeah. with Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. now being the hero. Oh, God. Yeah. Sarah Connor's PTSD getting, yeah. would be fucked. Yeah. Like, yeah. she would never recover from that. That would have been really was, fucking interesting and kind of cool. I really love Robert Patrick. This is first time on this podcast where I'm kind of torn of, like, kind of wanting to see that. But I understand where they mm. thought it might be a little bit too confusing for too confusing, viewers. but I feel like it I would have been sort of, interesting because then th- that twist yeah. of Ani being the good one yeah would have been like oh okay True. yeah because that was yeah. already like uh, the twist in itself in I itself, mean the yeah, obvious yeah, twist but I'm offense that it kind of like ruins the first one in that case mm-hmm. yeah just yeah. be like oh I would have a hard time watching that then yeah <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah Robert Patrick he did a lot of training to get in shape for the role mm-hmm. um, particularly mm-hmm. just to allow himself to like run as fast as he was oh, running yeah. in the film Jesus without Christ. looking like he lost his breath. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's just constantly running in yeah. that film. Mm. And he's scary when he runs, scary. too. He just right. keeps oh, that wow. face. You know the part in The Simpsons where, like, there's a Homer who's holding the, like, golf clubs and he chases after Ned Flanders' car. <laughs> he runs on the street and, like, attaches to the car, like, <laughs> like with, yeah. that, with a completely, like, stiff yeah. face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because he has those, like, claw things. Yeah. Attached yeah. That's the next Terminator, Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> so it's what good. we deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Cameron, yeah. drop an avatar and make yeah. the Simpsons. Uh, help your fans out. Help your fans out. Definitely. Simpsons yeah. Terminator. But, yeah, also Robert Patrick apparently, like, was mimicking the neck and head movements of an eagle. Oh, to give yeah, because sort of creepy, creepy yeah. Yeah, which, yeah, you can see it. Yeah. Like, it's creepy. He's very creepy. Mm. He's scary. Yeah. Like, I think Ani was scary in an intimidating way, but Robert Patrick is scary in, yeah, in a really eerie, creepy way, even yeah. though yeah, you know that he's. It's very science fiction. Yeah, he's like very science fiction. He doesn't really. He has that. There's like a cat like quality. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Really, yeah. yeah. Agile. Agile, oh. as we right. said. Well, we were saying it's a little bit more catchphrasey. Uh, yeah. Too. Oh, my God. Obviously, you had I'll be back in the first film. Yeah. But, uh, I oh. need a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Big mood, gang. So yeah. good. Absolutely. I no, I that. couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, I feel that in my yeah. chest. I need a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. We got uh, Asta la vista. Asta la vista, baby. I love when, I love the scene when John Connor is teaching Arnold how to be cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so good. I love how he's just like, slang. oh, you don't have to be so like lame all the time. You yeah. Don't have to be such a nerd. I was like, are you kidding? Yeah. This guy stole a pair of sunglasses from a dude that was about to shoot him. Yeah. That's Literally. cool, kid. Yeah. Like, yeah, John Connor just has no like no. idea what's going on. Yeah. He's, think, he's mm. 10. He's 10 years old. Which makes no sense. Ben 10 could yeah. never. Because <laughs> obviously, like, never. like, Edward Furlong was probably like 13 or 14. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hence the Hitting puberty. puberty. Definitely. Yeah. But um, John Connor was 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a little. I've never seen a, a 10 year old just look like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I was like, he rides a motorbike. Like, yeah, I've never seen. I yeah. 10, I was like, damn, I... this 10 year old is hard. He probably smokes like Newports yeah, or something. Absolutely. You know, Linda Hamilton's character, uh, Sarah Connor, mm. was actually meant to be 18 or 19 in the first oh, film. Wow. 27 in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. No. I really said something Nuts. in the second yeah. film that made me think, well, how young was she? Yeah, when yeah. she had. John. I think. She yeah, actually in the is second film. In yeah, the in the second one. film, they uh, say she's like 29 or something yeah. like that. Oh. And that's the only reason why yeah. you know how old mm. like, mm. like uh, John, John Connor is yeah. meant to be in the second yeah, exactly. film. Yeah. All right, so we can get into timelines. I haven't oh. written any of this down. <laughs> I'm just going to go based on memory, but it's nuts. Okay, yeah, so crazy you have nuts. so many timelines. The mm-hmm. two mm. constant ones are obviously you have the future. 2029. Yeah, that's 2029. Where, mm. That is where John Connor... 
yeah. is there. Yeah. He's obviously defeated Skynet. Yeah. Skynet he is, the savior. is dead, dead. basically a dead artificial intelligence yeah. thing yeah. that was created yeah. by the Cyberdyne systems yep. by, what's his name, Neil Dyson? Dyson. Oh my God, him. Oh In my the God, second yeah, film. That sequence, when they, the yeah. scene when they just ambushed a family, I cannot. <laughs> yeah, that was hard. <laughs> really hard to watch. Oh yeah. my gosh, it felt very... I was like, very, oh, Sarah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> so, Neil Dyson creates this horrible thing mm-hmm. that he Stand doesn't up. realize he's going to create. Yeah. It mm. takes over. Yeah. It becomes aware. Yeah. Nukes Russia. And it nukes <laughs> Russia <laughs> in order to cause Russia to wipe nope. out the rest of, of the world, mm-hmm. the world, which mm-hmm. would have been Skynet's main yeah. target just yeah, to wipe yeah, exactly. out everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skynet becomes aware in August the 29th mm. of 1997. Yeah. Mm. Originally. Yeah. Mm. It does change a couple of times because as the films go, yeah. and we're not going to go into the, the sequels too much <laughs> at all, really. I don't, I don't really want to because no. it gets crazier and I can't yeah, be bothered. Really I really cannot yeah. be bothered. Yeah. No. But it gets pretty silly. I mean, so obviously you have 1984. Yeah, it's 2029. You've got uh, 1997, yeah. which is mm. the year it's supposed to become aware. Yeah. And Terminator 2 falls around 1995. Five, yeah. And all right, so we're existing oh, on a timeline yeah. principle of Kyle Reese coming back from to 2029 mm-hmm. in order to save Sarah Connor so yeah. that she can give birth to John, John Connor, Connor, who he ends up impregnating yeah. to yeah. create John, John Connor. Connor. What the so, fuck? Yeah, um, so like yeah, he's like, oh yeah, so wait, my best friend yeah. is my son. <laughs> yeah. When when John in the second film is like, um, I wish I met my dad. And I was yeah. like, you will. I was like, no, that, no. <laughs> you just, yeah. so, like, that makes no sense. Wow. Yeah. Makes no sense. So where did Kyle Reese come from? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's which is born 2000 in the rubble or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, all right. So it exists in that. I was saying to Ari earlier, uh-huh. it's predestination. Yeah. Um, paradox. Mm-hmm. So it's that, yeah. like someone yeah. existing on the same timeline. Mm-hmm. Like one person has, a timeline yeah and it's just mm-hmm. that's their timeline mm-hmm. no matter what exactly but that's when their you, end game, yeah. incru- you, you start including all these other things like john connor um sending people back in time like like he sends kyle reese back in time mm-hmm. to then, ensure that his yeah. existence mm-hmm. happens yeah and then, then, then that he sends, starts changing the future so yeah. like, then it just starts getting a lot of other paradoxes and stuff like butterfly yeah. effects and all that sort yeah. of stuff yeah yeah which is just did it did it affect the history of uh like the war that because uh, when Arnold loses his arm in the first film in the yeah. like crushing machine, yeah, does that speed up Judgment Day from another date to ninety seven? Because this company now got to speed ahead. Like, what is this technology we've never seen before? Ah. And gets really inspired yeah. by that. And like, oh, we um, developed this okay. thing yeah, much faster I think, now. Yeah, I think what they they did. I think that did inspire them to create the T one thousand. Obviously, yeah. How yeah, they yeah. did that, I don't yeah. know. Because you're mm, reverse well, engineering, but, isn't it like but you're also of what you do, even, you're still sealing your fate. Like you're still doomed yeah. in the end. No. But by this point, mm. this isn't even Cyberdyne systems. This is just yeah. Skynet, right? Skynet, They're just like yeah. the machines have created this, yeah. which is yeah, nuts to think yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. Oh, but yeah, I mean, if that, <laughs> it just gets like it gets crazy to think yeah, about. Really mm-hmm. I think in Terminator Two is the one that really starts to affect the timeline for the future films. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. once like they they destroyed cyberdyne mm-hmm. like systems and everything mm-hmm. that like cr- put a big wrench in the plans for the oh, future yeah. films yeah. which judgment day does change 
the timeline yeah the timeline but yeah it's it gets really confusing though but that's the thing mm. with like uh you know sci-fi films that use and time travel, time travel. yeah do, what do you guys do you guys like time i mean i love time travel i love time travel uh, but i can get so lost in it it's, i guess it's, they do because <laughs> yeah. of terminator yeah. but i don't yeah. really know what other films do it well back to the future back to oh, the yeah. future yeah <laughs> which they're known for like you know yeah butterfly effect. But, yeah, yeah, yeah but it's I that mean, whole thing of i think if you don't think too hard about yeah yeah let it let it go let it lie and let that that universe have that like those set of mm, rules yeah. as opposed mm-hmm. to I loved because um, I it got brought up in Avengers Endgame yeah. where they were like this isn't all those movies are wrong you know we can't just go back and kill baby Thanos yeah yeah, um, yeah. but I was like yeah, but actually you kind of can go back and kill baby Thanos <laughs> they she could do it a little bit but, but then um, it creates but they're other creating timelines yeah they're creating on like a multiverse ah. yeah yeah mm-hmm. which but, could also I mean a lot of films use that where you know our stories and time travel they go back in time they mm-hmm. change something but then when they come back nothing's really changed yeah. or things have changed but mm-hmm. it's created an alternate wormhole where another universe starts to exist based off of the time that they changed and mm-hmm. yeah it gets pretty crazy yeah. but um yeah i mean i think it's fun i just fun. i like to it dissect really i'm bad about just really liking like yeah. i love to dissect the idea yeah. no i love it it's like fun. different timelines it's and all fun. that but it's that yeah. whole thing of like um do do the newer films have any cohesion towards like or are they the in canon one, with the, yeah maybe the third one the is third still one in that works canon still, yeah. but yeah, then the I remember does, watching because yeah. yeah. I feel like like you know Terminator the Christian Bale one oh Salvation Salvation <laughs> Genesis <laughs> and the new one yeah. all exist what is there there's, there's like Terminator 5 now isn't there yeah. no 6 6 now yeah, I think. yeah so you yeah. have Dark Fate coming soon Dark which is Fate, like yeah. I guess pretty good time for us to be talking about Terminator films because Dark Fate's gonna have Linda Hamilton back yeah. Apparently, oh, cool. even Edward Furlong yeah, is coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Be interesting. But then, does that mean? Oh, does that tie into the first ones? Or it's the whole yeah. thing of just yeah. timelines. They're gonna acknowledge yeah. how they fucked up the timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. They're gonna explain days of future past. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, the third film does follow like from the first two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. John Connor's yeah. an adult, and mm. like in the future, I think. Yeah, yeah. He might die or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the past. They're trying to change Just, that. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So it yeah, it just yeah. constantly changes. Yeah. But that's the one where like Judgment Day actually does happen. Yeah. Um, I only saw Salvation yeah. like the one time in cinemas, and I just remember not liking it. No. Uh, they got a mix of like with Sam Worthington being a cyborg yeah. and trying Sam to save. But that one's in that one's actually avatar. in 2029. <laughs> yeah. But Genesis is the one where they send them back, back to 20, and then everything's yeah. changed. Everything's yeah. Back from the original 1984 time. Yeah. They like updated it. And, Who like, was responsible for that Skynet one? Skynet is a child, apparently. Hi, Oliver. <laughs> hi, Ali. Do you want to come closer to the mic so you can say hi? I think Terminator Salvation gets a bad rap. I think it's a fine film. It's not uh, the best, obviously. I love your hot takes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've missed them. <laughs> middle of the road. Middle of the road. So which yeah. one's your favorite from the first two films? The second. The second. second. It's the greatest yeah. sequel of all time. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It holds up. It holds up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just overall very impressive. So mm. yeah, I think I like the first one more. Yeah. But I like because I I really just like how gritty and dark yeah. it is. I mean, mm-hmm. I it's a good I really LA enjoy noir that. Film. Yeah, I enjoy that style of film. Um, I like that it's low budget and mm-hmm. that yeah. Cameron has such a vision that he can make so much out of nothing like yeah. really, you know definitely uh, apparently Especially. like some of those scenes like uh i think maybe the scene where arnold schwarzenegger first appears they filmed that at the end okay like when he first comes oh yeah yeah of course and uh what it was this, basically like, just naked? him and cameron 
Great. Because Cameron like ran out of money. Yeah. And he was oh just like, yeah. It's like, I don't need to take off your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Stand we didn't have money for the costume like, department yeah. here yeah. anymore. Yeah. Apparently, that was why, because they didn't have a <laughs> That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he didn't have like uh, permits or anything like that. And he Great. was like, See? yeah, put your clothes Kids. over there. Sick. Yeah. You know, and just put like, them on James his Cameron can do it. Right here. Yeah. yeah. No, you can do it too. I'm going to pull that card next time. Just be like, you know what James Cameron made Arnold Schwarzenegger do it without any permits. But yeah. All right, we're going a bit long here. Yeah, um, we need to wrap up. Yeah, we're going to wrap up. Um, what a shame. I know. What a shame. Yeah. We'll have what you a, back. It's been such a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we could just go on for days and days about, about Terminator, Terminator Absolutely. Um, but I yeah. need to watch the rest of them, though. I want to get into the franchise yeah. and like, really dissect it. I, I should watch them again as well, I guess. I need uh, to give get yeah, some time. Salvation another chance. Yeah. I'm going to write a fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I do appreciate Oliver Yule Smith over there yeah. telling us that it's Giving worth a shot. So. <laughs> yeah, true, true. That'll make yeah. me watch yeah. it. Yeah. But um, what's your opinions on three? Three's fine. Three's, <laughs> fine. Well. Three's also fine. I like, I like Terminator Salvation in the sense that it's kind of, I think, that the CGI at that point is really caught up with the film's ambition. Not that obviously yeah. Terminator 1 and 2 are like lacking in any way. They're perfect. Mm. Um but I don't know, I quite like the kind of rugged, kind of yeah. Mad Max. You got Anton yeah. Yelchin, you got Christian Bale. We can we can give a shout to Anton Yelchin, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Anton like Yelchin's Anton. brilliant. He died way too soon. Yeah, way oh, too yeah, young. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like I think it's that's one of the only ones where you get to see what twenty twenty nine is like. Yeah, actually experience I mean, it with the exception yeah. of like just those couple little shots. Shots, yeah, yeah, no, but this is like it's where it's set. In, yeah, right? mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. there's been ten billion John Connors out in there. Yeah, so many. Like you have the old John Connor and yeah. uh, Terminator two at the beginning. Yeah. And then you've got the young one, and yeah. then you got uh, Nick Stoll plays him in the third one. Yeah, uh, you got oh, Christian yeah. Bell is, was... is in Salvation. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who plays him in the rest of them. In the rest, I, of, I know that Jai, Jai Courtney plays Kyle Reese in Genesis. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Amelia Clark is Sarah Connor. Yeah, Wait, Joel Courtney plays Jai Courtney. Jai, Jai Courtney. Oh. Yeah, from Suicide Squad. He's oh, Aussie, yeah. so I was like, yeah, big up, lad. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, cool. but yeah. We've got Terminator one, one and two. Mm-hmm. So Terminator one is playing on uh, thirty-five millimeter, and then yes. Terminator two Judgment Day mm-hmm. is on seventy millimeter. Yes, uh, those are both paired up together on Thursday, the 29th of August Woo! at six thirty p.m. I will also be there. <laughs> and if you remember what I said earlier about uh-huh. a time, a date. 29th of August oh, is yeah. Judgment Day. It Jesus is Judgment Christ. Day. So we are showing uh, Terminator showing 1 and on, 2 on, on Judgment, Judgment Day, is great. which is a bit of a thing we try to do here. Yeah. Mm. We did Back to the Future 2 on Back to the Future 2. Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a bit worried about doing like uh, Terminator 2 for this podcast episode because I was just worried we were going to miss it. But then yeah. I forgot, oh yeah, yeah we're it's showing coming it back in October. Yeah. So. If you want to see the first Terminator film by itself, if you prefer that one, it's on 35 millimeter on the 14th of October and the 23rd of October. Yes, sir. But if you're into seeing Terminator 2 Judgment Day on its own on 70 millimeter, it's coming back on the 14th of October and the 23rd of October as well. You can make your own double bill. You can make your own double bill. (laughs) Or you can just come out to the double feature that we have on the 29th of August, which is Judgment Day. Or it's coming back on Sunday, the 20th of October. And that one is going to be a reduced price ticket if you decide to go for double feature compared mm-hmm. to making your own for buying two separate films Ooh. if that makes sense it does make sense we did that for something else did we do that for something else uh, kill- we've done it yeah Kill Bill Kill Bill yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah 
Uh, that about wraps it up for yeah. us here. But Jesse, as always, yeah. Jesse, thank you for go, having me. It was great. Before we go, um, <laughs> sweet, salted, or mixed? Mixed. Okay. okay. Say that. Yeah. Throw into the mix, gang. There's yeah, not many that have uh, jumped on. Really? That. It's just <laughs> yeah. us. Oh, cool. <laughs> Salt gang is very small, but yeah, thank you for coming yeah. on. Do you want to say bye, Oliver? Yeah, Ollie's been just like Ollie's just hovering, floating, hovering just around. Dropped in. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, Jesse, thanks a lot thanks for, coming for coming on. Thank you. Um, we'll definitely have you back on. Yeah, of course. Oh, awesome. Can't wait. Yeah, real soon. So I can do calculus or something else. Yeah. Oh, October, my birthday month. Yeah. Oh, let's see what's oh, up. Yeah. Awesome. I love. I do, mm. but they don't scare me anymore. Yeah. So I, know, I need to find out what really, really like. Frightens Ooh. me. No. What is that? Oh, what is Ooh. that, Jonathan? Oh. That's our cute. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Weird. Okay. John's my uh, microphone decided to cut out. So Shit. I just turn that off. It's okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, that's us wrapping up. Uh, Jesse, where can people find you on social medias and stuff Ooh. if you want them to find um, you? My Instagram is Jesse Sala dot Z-A-R. That's cool. about it. I won't link to my Twitter. <laughs> it's not ripe yet. It's not ripe. <laughs> All right. Haven't found yeah. my niche yet. <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and how about you, Ari? Where can people find you? Um, you can find me at Ariane and Indusa on Twitter and Instagram. Where can people find you, Jonathan? Yeah, and you can find me at Tall for All. That's T-A-L-L, the number four, all A-L-L. And I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and having a great time. Uh, as always, we like to thank you for listening to us and to uh, always tell you to subscribe and rate us on give us a like. iTunes. Give us likes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, hit us up on Twitter at the PCC podcast. Or you can hit us up via email at podcast at com. And this is us signing off. Apologies if you hear any weird noises. I have no idea what's going on with everything, but who cares? All right. Have a great day. Thanks, Jesse. Bye. Bye.